The bosses will see you now. Hello, welcome. Episode two. Episode two, big I hope deal. you enjoyed episode one. Oh yeah, it'll be a release. <laughs> but now we're going to actually get into, you know, some of the <laughs> business-esque, more serious topics besides skirt length and priests. <laughs> Parties Holy priests. water. Holy water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you for everyone who listened to episode one. Yeah, thank you so much, especially to those who downloaded. Like, please keep on downloading. Mm-hmm. It really helps. Leave a review, five stars about how funny we are inspiring. <laughs> Tell us we're nice. I know it doesn't matter on a podcast, but maybe, like, how pretty our voices are. Yeah, like, yeah. if you would pay us to, like, read you to sleep. Yeah, maybe we'll, we should get, like, an endorsement from Comab. Right, we could we, start, like, an story. ASMR. You guys, like, yeah, get off the podcast. Know. Just let us, like, hear you speak and, like, clap your name. <laughs> <laughs> just post more Instagram pics. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, thanks to everyone who supported the yeah. initial launch. And also, yes, please, we're going to be desperate here for a sec, but, like, please download. Yeah, download, just download, leave reviews. reviews. Take 30 seconds of your day for a good deed. Good karma comes around. Good karma, you guys. It'll come back to you. It'll it come will, back 100%. To you. you want success? I lost my psychic, but I'm pretty sure it'll come back to you. No, 100%. And also, on our website, if you haven't checked it out, at thebosschickproject.com. Yeah. <laughs> no at. <laughs> That's Instagram, but like, oh, yes. yes, so close. <laughs> thebosschickproject.com. We yeah. have a website. On there, there's like a little forum. It's like a Google forum. It's kind of like a question, like if you have any questions, but also any comments, anything you want to hear us, see us talk about. No. Hear us talk <laughs> about. <laughs> Put that in there, submit it, it goes straight to us. We both read it together. <laughs> Bedtime stories for us. Yes, for us. for us. Help us with our content, friends. All right, shall we get started? Yeah. It's All been right. a big week in the BCP fam. It's been a big week. We had the release, we had the launch, and... Drop roll. Miss Kennedy got a new job. Oh, oh hey. Oh, I was unemployed for a total of two weeks, so... Embarrassing. Embarrassing. What an embarrassing... Wow, did that gap up? in my resume, how will I explain How do you explain, explain future it? Voice? How do you explain being unemployed for two weeks? I don't know. How do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> you have to figure that one out. Uh, actually, I won't because I have a job now. Oh, ooh. Mic drop. Podcast <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> um, tell us about the new job. Okay. Um, where is it? <laughs> my job is at a law firm. Fitting. So, thank you. Yeah. So for a lot of people who don't know, I would be both graduated, but mm-hmm. my next step as of right now, besides, you know, launching this pod, um, food. Yeah. I wrote the LSAT a few months back and I've been submitting law school applications. So that's kind of my next step probably, uh, in the next year or so. So yeah. So I finished up the job that I was doing in the summer, which was working at a golf course, which I absolutely loved. And which we're just not going to go into detail about. We'll save it for a full episode. Yeah, so I thought that maybe working in a law firm would be something that would be beneficial for me. And it was actually really nice. This opportunity just kind of came to me. Talking about like job experience and like interviews we've had, I've never gotten a job not through nepotism. Like the ones I've actually gotten. 100% 100% through nepotism. So, okay, but nepotism is when you're, you know, related to someone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> See, we can't, but, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. nepotism or connections? Because for me, I, I mean, so much opportunity I've had is from connections. That is, like, how, mm-hmm. because if you have two applications in front of you, if you're an employer, there's two applications in front of you. One of them 
is unless they're like a Harvard yeah. graduate, if one of them is an A plus application, the other one's a B plus application, yeah. but you have a personal recommendation from someone that you know from the B plus application, yeah. the B plus application is probably going to get the job. One hundred percent. Because if they have, if someone can vouch for their personality, that's huge. But also, if you don't want to let that person down who you know, like that's how a lot of business goes, which is unfortunate 100%. in some ways. And I think that if you're someone who works really hard and you don't have a lot of connections, like don't be discouraged. I think if you have a strong application, that's going to get you lots of yeah. places. But at the same time, if you're someone who wants a specific job yeah. and you're not networking, then like, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. And I think that's what I mean by nepotism more than just connections, because to have that connection already and to have that a consideration when someone is reviewing my resume means that I've had that privilege to meet those people or have a recognizable last name. And that's an opportunity that many people don't have. And I think that makes the job hunt process like very unfair. Oh, for sure. Well, and then there was the time that you were in Ottawa. Like, can you speak to that? Spending time in Ottawa and I was doing a lot of different job applications. I found it so difficult because I had no connections. I had no idea what I was doing. It was basically just my resume or like my cover letter and that I would get into the door for these interviews. Well, honestly, I feel like to network, you just need the confidence because it's an intimidating thing to go up to someone who already work somewhere maybe they're a partner mm-hmm. at a firm or something and be like hey I would like to work for you like that's a yeah. hard thing to do and they have networking nights but I think at the end of the day you just have to actually make the effort to go and yeah. talk to someone and ask questions you don't even have to be like I want to work for you and feel like you have yeah. to prove yourself but if you can just go and strike up a conversation with someone who has a job and just talk to them and ask them what they're up to, then give them your email. Then next time a job comes up, like I've had so many opportunities come to me because I just went to events and I didn't try to hustle a job or hustle something. I was curious about what you're talking about. What do you do? Like, where are you from? And I just got to know them. Honestly, sometimes it was just like exchanging Instagrams. Like I'm not even kidding. There were people who would just like, be like oh what's your yeah. answer like blah, blah blah but they were like business professionals <laughs> shout out yeah <laughs> maybe like the initial you know intrigue wasn't professional but at the same time it resulted in business opportunities yeah. or like public speaking ventures for me or something so I think it's just about making connections once someone knows who you are or just like ride on the fact that you have a like memorizable last name <laughs> that people know and recognize that's <laughs> your that last name actually we yeah. both have pretty recognizable last yeah, names because mine's absolutely. average Dean, yeah. which is like the mall, the place. Yeah. And then my first name, I just tell people it's like the president. Yeah, that's cute. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Jackie O. My last name is Blackwell, and that's like a very big <laughs> milk. milk family, like I know. dairy company here. Everyone talks yeah. about it. And Literally if I'm fame. interviewing in like Kamloops, I'll always be like, yeah, I can like get you some chocolate. I can like, milk, get, you like get you that, like so get, get, get the job every don't time. Don't promote bribery in. Um, interviews, but it's the hustle, baby. <laughs> so Cassandra's only I'm ever gotten kidding. a job from nepotism or bribery. 100%. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I've only gotten a job from my Instagram. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, so let's talk interviews, yeah. shall we? Because yeah. we both have had some pretty intense interview experiences. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't interviewed in a very long time. I went in, I was, I've been interviewed a couple times, like when I had a job interview for a scholarship at an accounting firm. Mm-hmm. I was interviewed by, I think it was four or five people. Yeah. And I think three of them were partners at the firm. So yeah. it was a very intense interview. Mm-hmm. And then I had an interview and I had to give a 20 minute presentation. And then so I was interviewed by about 
five people for about 45 minutes with behavioral <laughs> questions. So I was in there for about like an hour and a half by the end of it. So That's I've had crazy. some pretty intensive interview experiences. And let us know if you what type of interview experiences yeah. you have had. But for me, so I went in uh, a couple days ago mm-hmm. and I was like kind of nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I can't think of anything like what do they ask you and I googled the questions yeah. I was like what did they ask I forget what they asked I found the hardest one for me to answer was we went through like this a to f of like how would you rate yourself on a scale of one oh. to ten shout out to episode five <laughs> six and what a half. do you look like in ways <laughs> yeah I'm a six and a half without makeup Judy weren't you listening to the like, podcast can I provide some context here yeah <laughs> so it was like initiative one to ten um mm. writing skills one to ten and I was like oh and the, the questions they were asking me and I'm not trying to flex but the questions they were asking me were like interpersonal skills yeah like leadership initiative and I was like okay those are like the three things that I feel like I'm like a nine or a ten like those are my skills and then so when she was like writing skills I was like oh like a seven like that's like one of my weaker skills it was a seven (laughs) (laughs) seven's pretty low that's like over 50 percent yeah but like a 70 percent on a test I would literally crawl under a hole and die (laughs) that but you mean like you're in the 70th percentile of good writers but I have like grade dysmorphia so don't listen to me and (laughs) Don't make fun of me, please. I'm so sorry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but like for for a law firm, you're supposed to be a good writer. And I was yeah. kind of like, a seven. seven. I think that's a good answer. That's a good... Like, I mean... People like the letter seven. The letter. <laughs> the number seven. It like makes like people think of like... Jesus. Well, lucky seven. Lucky number seven. As much as you prepare, there's going to be a question that you didn't think of word for word answer for. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously like makes interviews difficult. For me, like when I do have those types of behavioral questions that maybe it's not one that I prepared like a thing for, I'll try to think of like, before an interview, I'll usually prepare like four or five little like work stories I've had that mm-hmm. could fit into more than one category of a behavioral question. Yeah, totally. So when they ask me a behavioral question about like pet peeves or like something I didn't mm-hmm. like about a coworker, I'll think of a, like a story or instance that fits enough and like kind of mold it to mm-hmm. fit that question. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point because then if you, you know, come up with 10 different stories for 10 different questions, they don't ask you any of those questions, but you they ask you something slightly different. Yeah. You're going to go, oh, if they just asked me about a conflict, I would have had the best answer. Yeah. But because they asked me about a pet peeve, I didn't have yeah. anything good. When in reality, you could, could spin a conflict yeah. into a into pet, pet peeve. peeve. And that's what I did. I talked about... I am somebody who likes to get things accomplished two weeks in advance, yeah. and I like to be really prepared, and I had co-workers and friends and people that I worked with who were people who did things at the last minute, but that's where yeah. they did their best work, oh, and so totally. instead of going, I'm right, they're wrong, I went, we just had different learning styles, and I learning had to styles, understand yeah. that mine was different, and I had to have trust in the people that I worked with, and not, like, judge them and think I'm right, they're wrong, yeah. and so that way, when you answer something like that, then they see you're answering it, you're thoughtful, but you're also not labeling or thinking totally. you're right or wrong, they're like, okay, hey, they're emotionally thoughtful, thoughtful. and, like, yeah, thank you. No, it's totally true. I think one of the things I've learned about, like, doing interviews, people always say, like, even when the question's about, like, your weakness or a pet peeve, like, something a little bit negative to figure out how you work with others, have a positive spin. Like, it's mm-hmm. a positive outcome. You learn something. Yeah. It was good for your growth. Yeah. You always want to seem optimistic and positive in the interviews because they want to hire somebody who's going to bring, like, energy and totally. happiness and to the office. And not just judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They want to know how, like, you react to other people. And there's going to be, like, difficult people to work with in every scenario. Mm-hmm. But they need And you're going to be sure. a difficult person to work just with. some people, right? God, like, you're so difficult to work with. You guys, I don't know how I'm doing this podcast with her. Like, honestly... <laughs> 
when you're preparing for an interview and you were saying that you come up with those questions, I think another good thing to do is get someone to ask you questions because even if it's not the same question, you need to become comfortable and practice being thrown off a little bit and being a bit yeah. nervous because and honestly even if you're reading them in front of your mom there's a moment when you're like hey wait I want to come across professional and like it's even nerve-wracking to do it in front of a family member yeah so oh, I yeah. think that you need to practice and I tell people this in the public speaking stuff that I do you have to practice so many times before a presentation mm-hmm. so that you're comfortable being nervous because you're yeah. going to be nervous when you're presenting by yourself you're going to be nervous when you're doing it in yeah. front of two friends you're going to be nervous when you're doing it in front of 500 people yeah. oh yeah right so you need to practice just being comfortable being thrown off or yeah i totally agree and like if you're one of those people like me where you're like most concerned about your family's feelings and seeing <laughs> if they like approve of your answer or not even just saying it out loud or like yeah filming yourself and watch, listening to you let's say it back by yourself oh, you'll that's cringe. a really like <laughs> low intimidation yeah. for somebody if you're like really intimidated by speaking in front of people like so yeah so that's what I would do is like even when I was living by myself I'd like film myself on like snapchat or whatever like uh-huh. speaking out loud and then hearing it back and be like hey that actually doesn't sound good when yeah. you hear it back or like that's a good point and if you want to practice and have that kind of pressure but without doing it in front of someone else then I recommend like putting a two-minute countdown on your phone and when you ask yourself the question press it and give yourself two minutes to answer the question so you have some pressure and then you realize you're not rambling and like you're only talking for a couple minutes so for me I personally really I've enjoyed the interview experiences I've had like they've been nerve-wracking but I feel like I've everyone that I've had in like knock on wood has been a pretty good vibe and I've connected well with the people who I've been interviewed with they're like listening to it now they're like oh my gosh she was horrible they're like it was a pity hire (laughs) it was on Instagram (laughs) it was we followed her Insta but but let's talk about you so because I've I really I think I've enjoyed doing interviews and I feel like they've gone like remotely well like what are your like experiences with interviews um I really dislike interviews I really don't like being put on the spot. I don't like being interrogated questions. Like when I'm in front of a class presenting, I have no idea. I black out. I don't remember doing it. I become a whole different person. Like I have to hype myself up. I have a playlist specifically when I need to be like a boss and like blast it. I become a new person. I walk into that room. I do it. I leave. No, no recollection. Okay. Yeah. So we're really different because <laughs> for me being a theater student and business student and all the public speaking workshops yeah. that I led, I you love thrive. being in front of an audience and speaking yeah. and like, give me 10 that people, give me energy. 500 people, put me on TV. Totally. Like I love talking in front of people and being put in a high pressure yeah. situation where I can't mess up or I have to improvise. Yeah. Interviews are kind of like that. But I think oh, totally. I think for me, and they're actually listening to you. Like they're paying attention to what you say. Like all eyes are on you. Yeah, I think that's a a thing too. Is that's why I get nervous with interviews? Is because a lot of the times I am nervous before I public speak. Before anything I do in front of an audience, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna Throw projectile bomb. <laughs> yeah, I feel so sick. But then the moment that I'm out there and I say my first spiel, I'm so comfortable. I'm so confident. You're, I could be up you're like, I'm in here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm good. But, I mean, that took practice, and that's yeah. just, like, much more of my personality. But for you, you're having those nerves, that anxiety. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you want to throw up, like, a minute before. I want to throw up a week before. You're, like, a week before. Yeah. You're, like, after, I'm during the entire time. You know, it's pretty rough. I've had some, like, good interviews and bad interviews. Like, definitely being, like, an introvert. Like, the more I practice, the more comfortable I'll be, which, like, I think was anybody, whether you're introverted mm-hmm. or extroverted, that's, like, the key to do so. But my 
best interview ever was for the first co-op term that I had for the current um, company that I'm working at now as a full-time and I was so nervous it was like my first like real corporate interview and Mm -hmm. I was so scared and I was Mm -hmm. in Ottawa so I was videoing in okay good I wanted to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people are gonna have to do Do like because my interview was in person but I feel like a lot of people are doing virtual interviews this is probably not a good example though because um I couldn't get Skype to work um, oh no! Before, but super fun. I had two Skype mates, so I made like a really professional Skype with like my new email address oh, no. that I could log into because I didn't have the <laughs> password for my old Skype. Like, yeah, it was like for the email I made when I was nine years old. Like, I'm locked out. I will never get it. If someone has like, hacked me and listens to this, can I have the password back? Like, I don't <laughs> if know. If listening, you guys, dude, it's bad. My Facebook she attached needs her to selfies it. from her T9 phone. I can never change my Facebook password. I don't know what it is. Like, no, it's bad. So I had two Skypes and I made like a professional one. I took like a professional selfie. I looked really like classy and good, but I know the one I made when I was in grade eight was not that. I think it was a duck lip <laughs> selfie, black and white. Probably had like the movie theater glasses with them poked out. Like not a good moment. So this is a proof why you should never post something on social because you never know when it's going to come back to haunt you. This is an FYI. Remember your password. <laughs> Yeah, always use the same password for everything. Just kidding. No, that's the worst advice ever. Password, like, one of those, like, apps that keeps track of all your passwords, do it. No, do it. Those are actually, they're totally secure, and they have all of your passwords. What if you forget the password to your password app? Um, that's where, like, Face ID actually is <laughs> But I feel like Face steal ID, think about Face ID, so, like, when someone dies, yeah. you can just steal their, you just hold over their corpse. No. <laughs> Don't, I feel like their eyes have to be open. Yeah, like you could open someone's. You're gonna go and find some dead person. Be like, finally. I was thinking. I was thinking of like my family members. Oh, like like, first things first. Check their DMs, baby. Check the DMs. Were they were they loyal? (laughs) Was he loyal when we were seeing each other? Open his eyes. Yeah. (laughs) But um, remember your password. (laughs) Unless you, yeah, don't die. Moral of the story today. Remember your password. <laughs> yeah, so I had a really cringy Skype profile, and um, did they say even though I like it? sent? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I like sent them like my new one, my like password. Mm-hmm. I couldn't log on. My internet was crashing. It was really embarrassing. And they like sent me an email being like, "We found you. Is this it?" And like a screenshot of my profile that I made in grade eight, and they're like, "Is this you?" And I was like, "No." No, it's not me. I don't know who that is. I have a new one that looks like this. Can you please find it? And they're like, we can't find it. Like, we can only attach. We're going to send this one a friend request if you can try to figure it out. Oh, it says stressful. that the location's in Ottawa right now. So I was like, awesome. Like, this is great. But my internet didn't work, so they ended up just calling me. And it was the best interview ever for an introvert because I had my notes there for every single question. Right. And you were just walking around the house. Seriously. Yeah, totally. They thought I sounded so prepared, but really I was, like, holding up my notebook, being like, okay, pet peeves, let's me find my note. Oh, my God. Like, so this is a conflict oh, I had. And I, like, read it. Nice. So you had a savior. Like, that was a saving grace. Yeah, like, honestly, Mary. Yeah. It was good. It was good and bad. Like, it was, t- like, my worst experience in terms of being embarrassed but, but you got the it job went, it went really well because they didn't have to see my face <laughs> so and there you go you didn't get hired for your looks so there you go no and i can like read my notes so that was good they were like she sounds like an eight <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to her her profile picture on the side little question <laughs> she, like <laughs> she looks 12 <laughs> she sounds like she's older than 12 so it's gonna be good but so that was like my best interview and that's why I have the job I have today because I ended up getting this job and then keeping with them for the next 
few co-ops. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely my worst, truly the worst interview was in person, and I was applying for government jobs in Ottawa. And when you apply for government jobs, like, just online, it's kind of just basic. It's, like, you're applying for the department, and it's, like, runner or, like, administration. Like, it doesn't give you any details. Mm-hmm. So I got to the interview. I had to take this bus all the way through Ottawa, figure out the bus system. I was, like, sweating. It was not a good look for anybody. If you know Ottawa, it gets so humid. And I, like, waited forever, and they didn't have my name on the security list, so I had to, like, someone had oh to call them to get me, and I had to get, like, security in, and, like, security in government, mm-hmm. it's, like, takes forever, so I was late to the interview, mm-hmm. and the first question they asked me is, like, why do you want this specific position? And you were, like, this is like, runner, and I ran here, and you're not going to be sweating. I was, like, um, can you just, like, tell me what the position is? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So you said they were like they were like Cassandra Blackwell, why do you want this job? And you were like, what job? <laughs> You're like, I'm yes. here to see Justin Trudeau. What yeah. job are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So they like So what did they say? Well they like told me about the job. <laughs> Cassandra, <laughs> you lied. Okay, so this is a lesson for everyone. How would I find out? I no, but I Googled like, Cassandra. Cassandra. I'm from BC. I want to get a job in Ottawa because I want to be near the parliament and the no. politics, and I want to work for this specific leader because I believe in this cause. <laughs> a crown corp, so like it had nothing to do with leader. I wanted it to be bipartisan, so I had to like be intelligent. And they were like asking really specific jobs about the question, so like or about <laughs> questions about the job. So like once they told me what it was, it was like a legal job. Like I had to like review legal documents. Which for you've this. worked at a law firm before. Right, and I thought I was going to, like, ace this. Okay, it's about law stuff. They were asking me if I wanted to be a lawyer because they, like, only take people that are, like, interested in going the law route, and I was like, oh, God, no. So I failed that. I didn't get a call back. Um, yeah, so. Mm. Okay, so Don't that's a lesson that. for everyone. Well, I just feel like you could improv with that. Maybe we should try. No, I lied. I said I, like, my brother's a lawyer, and I, like, look up to him so much. And, like, and then I was, like, thinking in my head, like, I watched him do law school. I don't want to do law school. Uh-oh. I feel like they I'm like I that with say the CPA. That, but I think yeah. they, I can't. Every emotion's on my face. You know exactly what I'm it's thinking true. when you look at me. Mm-hmm. And I think they looked at me and they're like, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of our office. They're like, hook her up to like, the lie detector test. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, so. No, that actually just reminded me of an interview that I had that actually didn't go that great. And it was like the only time that I've done like an interview and haven't really gotten it. And it was, I think anyways. Um, <laughs> Lex, Lex. <laughs> no, no, no. When I went to the accounting firm for the scholarship, mm-hmm. there were two scholarships, and one was for the accounting firm, and one was for a bank. Oh, and yeah. I got an interview at both. I already had kind of gotten, I had the interview at the accounting firm, and yeah. I kind of already knew that I was going to get it, or I had already gotten it. I couldn't remember, but I knew, yeah. I was like, I either definitely got it, or they'd already emailed me and told me that I got yeah. it. So I was going into this other one, kind of like, okay, I don't really need this other one. They're probably not going to give it to me so anyways. Just for fun. Yeah. This is an interview experience. I remember at the bank, it was the interview was going really well up until they asked me, like, would you want to work at a bank? And I was like, mm, I feel like <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's probably more of my alley to work in an accounting firm, something in accounting. But at the same time, I don't really think I ever actually want to work at an accounting firm. So yeah, I'd probably work at a bank. And I was like, That's I a mean? good runaround. I was like, why should I answer like that? Process of elimination. And I, I remember after that I was like, mm, because I told them, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I have a job offer at an accounting firm. Like, you know what? TMI, you guys. Sometimes you don't need to tell everyone everything about your life as I speak I into a podcast. This is actually a really, really good point. And, like, 
Yeah, I share too much. Me too. Yeah. One, I don't know, like maybe sometimes if you're having like a bad day, you're not feeling great about yourself and you have an interview and they ask you what your weakness is, um, lie and don't actually be like, well, I'm like, have really low self-esteem. And I sometimes don't have enough confidence. I don't look that good in leggings. I lie. Like, (laughs) one thing I've had to learn is like how to finesse the weakness question because too too many times I'm like, I'm going to be honest. Like, you should be honest no, okay. in an interview. Let's talk that. So I, that. I I say don't lie in an interview. I think be your, like, actual self. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I'm like, I'm going to just talk about all my experiences because I've been really fortunate yeah. to have such good experiences. So I have things to talk about. But don't lie, one. Two, let's talk about answering strengths and weakness questions. Yeah, don't lie in terms of, like, yeah, I've had experience at NASA. Like, they'll check your resume. Yeah. They'll check your references. But if they're like, what's your weaknesses? Don't literally say you're like worst awful weakness. You know, don't say like, I... I'm really lazy and I hate doing work. I like to start projects, but I never I just like light to finish my work. fires casually. And- no, so like say, but also don't be like, my weakness is that I care too much. Don't oh yeah, like that. there's a fine line. Don't be like, my weakness is I work too hard. Sometimes I don't Actually, know Actually, that's kind of... How many weakness you guys? <laughs> I I got asked that question and I said my weakness was I said my biggest strength was that I say yes to like every opportunity. Mm-hmm. I always say yes, <laughs> except for to bad things. No, so I said that my biggest strength was that I say yes to like every opportunity, yeah. even if I don't feel qualified or something. Yeah. Like obviously I'm not gonna like give open heart surgery if someone yeah. asks me to do it. But if someone's like lead up like I said I was like when someone asked me to lead a public speaking workshop for law students I was like oh so yes. am I qualified but I still did it I just yeah. did a lot of research but I said my biggest weakness was that I don't know how to say like no. no and I overwork myself and then there's times when I have five projects going on and one of them I can't give my best effort yeah. to and I let people down because I try to do five things instead of doing three things really well yeah. I don't know how to say no because I'm like, oh, no, I can't mess up on that opportunity. That's usually what I say for my weakness, too. Yeah. Feel free to steal that. Yeah, that's a really good one. And, like, it's worked. I, when I say that with jobs, I've gotten the jobs. Well, so but, like, mine, like, we're not lying. Like, I feel like no. that's true. Corporate jobs, I definitely know a difference between, like, jobs that are just, like, here and there. But, like, those very specific large corporation jobs have very strict, like, list of things that they're asking you. And a majority of them aren't technical. They're not about your specific work experience because they read your resume and they can talk to your references. Mm-hmm. It is way more about, like, how do you fit into a team? How do you work? Will you will your working style, like, fit in with the other people around you? And they kind of have just, like, the set list of questions they ask. So the more you can give, like, experience of working with teams, the mm-hmm. better. That's what I've learned. I've had interviewers and also I for something that I did at university I was interviewing other people Mm -hmm. I got I was doing it with people that ran the program but I was just sitting in and helping them and what I learned was that they would rather hire someone everyone that comes to an interview if you ever get an interview feel confident about that because you're qualified and they care enough and they think you're good enough so never go into an interview insecure feeling like you're not qualified because they obviously see something there yeah so that's the first thing the second thing is they'd rather hire someone who maybe is like less qualified or maybe doesn't have as much experience but they think will fit into the culture because what they said to me was they were like 
okay, this person doesn't have the five years experience that the yeah. other person has, but this person was confident. They got along with us really well. And at the end of the day, we're going to train both employees and we can train yeah. this person how to use this program. Even though the other person's experience, an extra month of training is worth it if we're going to have an employee who fits in. Way It's way less work for them, honestly, in the long run. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to learn a new software system, mm-hmm. but it is hard to learn interpersonal skills and emotional intelligence. Yeah. Should we talk about maybe like preparing for an interview? Yeah, definitely. So confidence is key. I think the first thing for me to be confident, I I know what I need to do to be confident. I have like my ritual that I do before anything, whether it's like a test, a public speaking workshop. The breathing. The breathing exercise. Yeah, well, always a breathing exercise. Always wear heels. I can't lead a workshop. I can't do a presentation. I can't do an interview without heels. And I'm not a wearing a heels type of gal, Mm -hmm. but they have to just like boots, comfy, Never wear a new outfit to an interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Good say that. never wear a new outfit to an interview or a, a workshop or a presentation or anything because you should wear something that, one, you just never want to be in something that, okay, maybe you really liked it, but then when you're actually up there, it doesn't fit properly. It's right. itchy, you it's uncomfortable. How, you want to wear something, you know how it looks. You, you know how it looks, you feel comfortable. You're not like oh, sweating through one. it. Yeah, also V-necks are more forgiving. So it's actually like scientifically proven that if you really? wear a V-neck, it's just, I mean, don't go like with a low rise, like with your boobs pushed. Uh, no, we love that, but not for interviews. <laughs> V-necks are scientifically yeah. proven to be more forgiving. It just the more skin you oh. can show. <laughs> okay, so this is where. <laughs> Guys, I swear yes. I have a point. No, so these are some of my, because I teach public speaking workshops, so some of the things that I teach people to prepare to public speak are similar to how you would prepare for an interview. Yeah, totally. So what they say is the more skin you can show someone, because then the more of you that they get to see. And so I'm not saying wear a mini skirt <laughs> with a crop top to your interview. We are so appealing to our male demographic. <laughs> yeah, we're like, show up in those booty shorts. Let's Come to go. our interviews, yeah. Um, The main idea behind it is that the more skin that you show, the more open and vulnerable you're being and the more likely people are going to trust you because it looks like you're not trying to hide something. I always do a breathing exercise, mm-hmm. heels for confidence. So I like to do an elongated breathing exercise. So that means like I go in for five, oh, out four. Yeah. <laughs> Cassandra actually taught me this breathing exercise in like grade 10 <laughs> before a math test. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. And I do it ever since. And there's so many different mm-hmm. breathing exercises. Elongated breathing exercises are really important to calm your nerves because it moves you from the, I'm going to get all science here, but it moves you from the um, sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system state. (laughs) Big brain. So think about it as if you feel bad for someone, you're sympathetic. So it's like you feel bad for them. The sympathetic nervous state, that's your fight or flight response. Mm -hmm. And then once you move through elongated breath and slowing your heart rate down, then you get to the parasympathetic state, Mm -hmm. which is when you're in your like rest and relax. So you want to go in to like an interview as calm as you can because the moment that they ask you a question your heart rate's going to go back up but if you're starting at a lower point then you're putting yourself in a better spot that's so true so a breathing exercise is good people are so controversial about these but power stances so like they like yeah yeah they say oh go stand in like a room for like two minutes like the bathroom before your interview and like hold a powerful like superman power stance i personally don't find they're helpful like i don't like them no like so like yeah they'll literally be like stand or like you listen to music so your your equivalent to a power stance would be going into the bathroom listening to music (laughs) hyping yourself up yeah my equivalent would be like (laughs) pretending you're somebody else like get that (laughs) alter ego going i am sasha fierce and walking beyonce yeah Yeah. okay so then i'm the opposite (laughs) because i'm literally 
literally like, okay, you're Kennedy, you got this. Look at all the, I like list off all the accomplishments I've ever done. I'm like, oh my God, who else would they hire? Like, well, that like, just like, is so egotistical. No, I'm like, I'm going to fool them. <laughs> you're like, they're not going to know who I am. Cassandra who? They're like, if I get it, miracle. I fooled them. I successfully did it. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> got it. And like, I broke the system. That's how I feel. That's you're like, okay, just alter ego. So for me, I don't find that the power senses work really well for me, but they do work for some yeah. people. But for me, the reason my power sense works also is it causes you to stand with your like back more up, your shoulders back, and like your hips open yeah. and wide. And that for me, that's what heels does. Oh, so yeah, that's totally. why I wear heels. It just keeps me in like a confident state because if like you're your hunched posture over, so much better when you wear heels. Yeah. First totally. of all, your posture, but then yeah, if your posture is hunched over, then like all your breathing is hampered and stuff too. And it comes across as like nervous and afraid. You come across as nervous, nervous afraid. Relaxed, calm. Yeah, and you can't breathe properly. If you're hunched over, your breathing mm-hmm. is shorter, and then the shorter your breath is, you're hyperventilating, and then your nerves go up. So it's like totally. this vicious oh. cycle. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much. <laughs> this is gonna help me. Those are really good. I'm definitely gonna write all of those down because I get need out your so much hands. help. Um, yeah, like, obviously, like, I'm super shy and get super nervous in interviews or even presentations. Like, anything in front of presenting in front of people just, like, is not my jam. I will avoid it at all costs. But definitely being prepared just helps me. Like, I will go and Google. Like, the best thing about, like, if you're doing any corporate job or any well-known company, if you Google Uh the company name, example, interview questions, literally actual ones will come up. Like, people will put them Uh on Indeed or, like, if they've gotten Uh the job, a lot of people will post exactly what was asked so I will usually go off those and kind of get some examples write them down think of at least three different things to say for each question yeah and then I will categorize them and be like this is a weakness question this is like a strengths question this is an experience question so like when they do ask those things I already have something to say for everything nice so they're like John said this yesterday didn't he how does she already know they're like oh yeah you put it on reddit (laughs) no bosses don't work at reddit I promise (laughs) So that's, like, definitely my main thing I go for, like, yeah. I love this because we have two totally different techniques before we yeah. go into an interview. Like, complete opposite. Yeah. That's very interesting. I think it's, it's, I think it's the introvert-extrovert thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, I'm an introvert-extrovert. Like, I'm an extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> an introverted-extrovert? I'm an introverted-extrovert. An extroverted I feel like introvert. you're an extrovert that likes their house. Well, I love my alone time. Yeah. Like, seven days a week, nobody talked to me. I'd be so happy. But, but I then like, I love being with people at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I feel like when you're around people, it just, like, brings you energy. Like, you That's become true. an accelerated version of yourself Yeah. when you're around people because you get so much energy. For me, when I'm around people, I just feel depleted. Like, I'm exhausted. Like, I have a power bank, and it just, like, keeps going lower. Yeah, I definitely know when to leave your house because you're looking at me, and you're like, I'm dying. Get the heck out. But it's not like – it's just like I'm – my social meter has, like, an expiration date, and it makes me tired, and I have to hype myself up for, like, when people will come. Oh, I can be so dead, and then if people come over, I get so hyped. Yeah, I'm the opposite. No, I have to, like, hype myself up to go out. I think having a 30-second elevator pitch – ready going into an interview about yourself mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. because I feel like the first thing that they, they ask you in almost every interview they just some of the people that interview you haven't read your resume and I've, I've had that they before. read it right before you get in at yeah most or three of them have and two mm-hmm. of them have absolutely no idea and they're just in there to give them feedback based on so they don't know your GPA they don't know all the stuff you did all they know is what they're seeing in front of you right now so I think a lot of the times, and I feel like almost every time I've been interviewed, the first question has either been, so tell us about yourself. Yeah. And you're like, what? You're like, okay, well, like, you're like, well, where do you want me to start? So I was born here. I'm a Libra. That says enough. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So 
I think what do you having, say in your 30 second speech oh like what are your go-tos well it changes depending on what I've been doing but I think right yeah. now I think what I said I was just like so I just graduated mm-hmm. I did an accounting major and a theater minor yeah. I was really involved in my undergrad I studied abroad I really enjoyed working with people I'm very passionate about public speaking and teaching other people how to public speak yeah. I'm currently pre-law I'm applying to law schools right now and yeah and then hopefully looking, for, something, but looking for experience yeah that was kind of my spiel yeah I kind of do the same thing like it's not so much like let's hear every single thing about you it's more like where are you in this moment Mm -hmm. why are you in Mm -hmm. this like office right now Mm -hmm. so it's generally like what are you up to right now what are you currently doing what where did you graduate in what um if you're a part of a club like say the clubs that you were a part Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. and say like what you're looking for like in the future like if I think you're right there I think for me I'm probably more of someone who's like wait but I need you to know everything that I did and I think the there's a fault in that because they're going to read your resume or they just don't care, right? I think you're right in saying that could we say that you should give in the 30-second spiel a quick present, past, Mm -hmm. and future. So I'm currently, so you would say I'm currently working for this job, past, I just graduated with this from this school, future, I'm looking for a career in this, I feel like this will help me move there and get in that next step. So there, there's a tip. What's going on right now? What did you just come from and where are you going? Because like if you say everything like, all of your experience, everything you did in that first descriptor, like, and then they're like, okay, so tell me about an experience. You're like, well, remember that thing I just said? Becky, weren't you listening? I'm out. I'm done. That was my whole interview. By the end of the interview, they've asked you 10 questions, and five of them were you discussing the exact same thing that you did. That's so true. Make sure when you are trying to answer questions or formulating, you have that job in mind, even when you're thinking Mm -hmm. of your experience. Yeah. Try to formulate it for the specific job. So always look at the job. Like, it'll say requirements. It'll have a description of what it is. If you can pick out some keywords in that description, especially in government jobs, it's just huge. When you have a description in the for the job, put that like those keywords in your resume because a lot of government jobs Smart. has a scanner by a robot, and if it doesn't say those words, you immediately get out. Doesn't matter if you're four point amazing experience if it doesn't have those keywords in your resume you get thrown to the side okay are you guys listening that is a life hack everything is online now so if people they're gonna look up they're not gonna look up top student at the university they're gonna look up student graduated with xyz skills ability to do this so that's such a good point ask them questions i never used to do this i always used to be like Oh, no, I don't have any questions. You no, dumb you do. chick, Kennedy. No, <laughs> ask them questions. Because it's an interview for them just as much as it's an interview for you. Yeah. Like, that sounds oh. so silly. But yeah. you need to be the right fit for the job, and the job needs to yeah. be the right fit for you. You kind of have to go in. Something that definitely does help with my confidence is, like, assuming, like, I'm just going to pretend that I have all the job offers in the world, and I'm trying to figure out the best fit for yeah. me, too. Maybe this is the only job interview I have, but I'm going to be like, You're okay, like I'm literally I'm on the streets if I don't get this job And you'd today. rather not, you'd rather do a job that you, like, like than something you don't mm-hmm. like and hate your life, because yeah. it's going to be the majority of your time. So, yeah, definitely, like, ask questions. What are some key questions that you ask for like your experience one basic one that you can ask is what does success look like in this Mm -hmm. position so if you had a candidate once you select one what would they have to do to be successful what would you look for yeah um i specifically asked i asked so the position that i'm coming into is there opportunity to move up let's say i went to law school and i came back Mm -hmm. in my summers would I be in this position? Would I move up? Is there an opportunity? Yeah. Have you? I said, have you had specific people start in this position who are now lawyers at your firm? Is what I asked, yeah. them, which was pretty direct. Yeah. And yeah, so that was something that was a bit more specific to me and my personal goals. Yeah. How you can improve within the role, like 
um, for corporate kind of, there's a lot of money and involvement in kind of improving employees. So Mm -hmm. if you ask, and that's something that corporations try to pride themselves on is Mm -hmm. how well they develop their staff. So if you ask a question kind of like, I'm looking to develop this skill, is there a position, is there like the ability here within this job? So for me, like I wanted to improve my public speaking. I was like, I'm really interested in gaining these new skills. Does this, will this position like have those opportunities to enhance that and further my development as an employee? That's something that they're super key on looking for. And that makes you look so confident asking them a question like what can I get out? Like what do I get out of working here? Totally. And then the second one I'd say, like again for corporate jobs, would be like everyone says like ask about the culture I was just gonna say ask about the culture but like don't be like what's the culture like like ask about like what like if for example if your company is like a social purpose company be like how do the employees like practice that social purpose within their day-to-day work or something like specific thing Mm -hmm. about like their culture but not being like what's the culture like okay that's a good point because I would literally just be like what's the culture like so that's good because it shows that you know about the company and you're you're kind of challenging them because otherwise they're just gonna be like oh it's really good everyone likes each other and then even if they don't hire you you've caused them to step back and go oh wait do we even have our employees being socially responsible how are we doing that and they're like wow that girl made us think yeah if you like need some hints about this generally every single like company's page will have like a mission vision values on their front page and so that's kind of like what structures their idea of their corporate culture so if you can have like a specific question in mind based on their description on their website that's kind of like a 101 to doing well you can even throw it at them be like so i see this is what you guys value yeah. so how do you how would i be a part of that how could totally. i be a part of social responsibility even if yeah. i'm just the runner how, how do, do I, I do that this aspect of your company really interests me how do i mm-hmm. become a part of that or feel a part of it so what we've learned today be yourself be confident don't lie prepare <laughs> Use your alter ego. <laughs> use your connections. Use your connections. Use your last name if you can. <laughs> if not, um, use I will our last name. Or mine. Let's go. <laughs> bribe them. Do not bribe them. Chop them out. Be yourself, or be whatever version you decide you will. That interviews the best. Be that version of yourself. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, they'll be yourself because they don't want to hire you. You might not be the right fit for the company, and the company might not be the right fit for you. If yeah. you need a job you know, do what you need to do to get the job, but, like, you don't want to force yourself into to fit a mold of something that's not going to help you grow. Like, I know so many schools that I'm looking at um, for law school where yeah. I'm like, this is a super prestigious school, but I don't think it fits into my learning style. Totally. You know what I mean? So I might not yeah. apply there, like, that kind of thing. So I think it's about finding what works for you and the type of community you want to be a part yeah. of. And generally, that's, like, if you do not get a call back or something from an interview, it's more kind of, like, the people that were interviewing you didn't feel like you would be a good member of their team just based on their dynamics. It has nothing to do with your credentials. If you have the, if you're in the interview, you have the credentials to do yeah. it. it has it's just your personality. They didn't like you. They didn't like you. <laughs> no. no, or their dad is just hiring their daughter. Like exactly, <laughs> like that me. Like maybe they're just like want that chocolate milk, and somebody came in and they can offer it for you. Like just try to beat you out. Just get on that whipping cream. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> And as many interviews you can go on, do them. Honestly, even if you already have a job, that sounds weird, but I mean, in a smaller community, it's hard to do. But even if you already have something maybe lined up a couple months from then, or you, it's not even something you're interested in, like go to, don't waste people's time, but go to an interview and not getting the job is like practice. It's so good to be in an interview setting. And if you do have a job already and you're interviewing, it keeps your uh, current company on their toes. Yeah. Or you get fired (laughs) because they're like, why are you searching for other jobs? (laughs) Like, do you hate it here? Yeah, so definitely if you have any 
interview stories let oh us gosh, know yeah. write in uh real ones <laughs> or fake ones but prefer we'll read real it. ones we'll read it. read it um you can be anonymous don't worry and or let it... any specific interview advice like questions mm-hmm. that you have to prepare for mm-hmm. a specific job yeah let us know and we'll like give you some answers or some tips yeah if you have any questions for us or questions about our specific experiences and once again, any more ideas of things you want us to pot on, let us yeah. know. We're not short of ideas, but we want to give We want to make it inclusive. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are involved. Yeah. All right. That is all we have for you guys this week. The office is now closed, and we will see you next week.